Hello there, fellow traveler. Welcome to American Road Trip Talk, where we introduce you to the fascinating people and places behind each edition of American Road Magazine. I'm your host, Foster Brown. Erica Nelson is a traveling artist who has made it her life mission to chronicle and clone the largest landmarks along America's classic byways. In each issue of the magazine, she has a Think Big column, and the winter issue focused on a massive can of fruit cocktail that just happened to be a water tower. Erica will tell us all about that remarkable California landmark in just a moment. Before we get to our interview, here's a word about wintertime in Wisconsin. It's time once again for fun photos featuring the Barkers. Today's pictures come to you from a ski chalet in northern Wisconsin. That was fun! Woohoo! Yeah, who'd have thought we'd go skiing and visit a spa all in one day? I'm gonna kick my feet up by this crackling fire. While you do that, check out these pictures on my phone. Hey, that's me catching some crazy air. Next stop, X Games. Yeah, you own that bunny hill, huh? You know it, baby. Look at this picture. Here we are at the spa. You were right. The massage, the facials, they were great. We should do that again soon. Only next time I wouldn't eat that salad. Um, honey. Yeah? Those cucumbers were meant to be placed on your eyes. And the seaweed wrap? Same thing. Ugh. The fun doesn't stop once winter comes to Wisconsin. Find your fun at TravelWisconsin.com. Welcome to American Road Trip Talk. It's my delight to welcome Erica Nelson, a frequent contributor to the American Road Magazine. As a matter of fact, each time it comes out, we get to uh, enjoy her Think Big column. And Erica, welcome again to American Road Trip Talk. Well, thanks. Good to be back. Your most recent article that appeared in the fall edition, but was a little fruity. It was. <laughs> it actually, it was, it was a big fruity. Tell us about this article that appeared and your most recent um, biggest thing that you found in American Highway. Well, it focuses on the world's largest can of fruit cocktail, which is a painted water tower in Sunnyvale, California, painted in the shape of, what else, a giant can of fruit cocktail. That's the name. <laughs> I'm just curious, how did you find this? I mean, did somebody tell you, hey, don't forget the big can of fruit cocktail over there? Well, when I first started hitting the road in search of these monuments, I would pour through travel magazines, uh, offbeat photo collections, and tour guides to different states. And I circled anything that struck my fancy. And when I did my first tour of California sites back in 2002, I had an atlas with all of these circles that I gleaned from just pouring over mm. travel literature. So it was one of the circles on my map. I had to ask around a little bit to find it. And then once I got there and photographed it, I went down to the library and did a little research to find out more of the history. Well, this is a fascinating thing. It's in Sunnyvale, California. I, I, it was once the centerpiece of um, a complex at the beginning of the 1900s that Libby, the fruit company, and Libby McNeil and Libby opened uh, to can their fruits, which they were gathering from the orchards of California. That is right. And it's a wonderfully fertile land, and that's why so many of the canning factories uh, ended up there. Uh, but when that Libby's plant closed, Sunnyvale, since they grew up around that fruit industry, 
uh, agreed to keep that giant fruit can as a landmark. So even though the factory is now closed and it is an office park, part of their lease agreement is that they have to keep that Libby's fruit can as a marker for history, really. Now, something that must have been close to your heart, I saw in the article here, is that in 1985 when the uh, industrial park developers came in and the plant was gone and the houses that had kept the folks who were working in the plants were gone and it was now an industrial park, uh, a preservation agreement made sure that that water tower was restored, and an artist actually climbed up there to do that? Yeah, yeah, they had a local artist uh, recreate one of the early Libby's Can labels so that it really is a nice little piece of history. Yeah, it's authentic. I imagine as, as an artist yourself, that must have struck a chord in your heart. Oh, absolutely. And it, it is quite another artist who was willing to climb a bunch of scaffolding wow. and uh, have her work seen. I've always wondered how artists do that. In other words, you're so close to the object, how do you maintain the scale as if you were further away and had perspective on it? It must be awfully hard to do that. Uh, Once you learn how to do it, it's not too difficult. Uh, It's basically an old sign painter's trick. If you map it all out before and Uh. grid it up, so that uh, you've done all the hard work beforehand, and then it really is just a matter of uh, mentally grasping it on and stepping back every once in a while and making sure that you're working on the right square. Is it still in pretty good shape? Because I know that was done in 1985, which is uh, quite a while ago. It's over 20, 20 years ago. It was still in really great shape when I visited in 2002, and that's also part of the agreement is that it is kept up. And uh, there are a lot of artists out there working on water towers these days. There's a oh. lot of painted water tower painting technology has taken great strides and uh, they know how to do it to last. Now, Erica, didn't you also do a story once on the largest ketchup bottle around and it too was a water tower, am I right? Yeah, that's the world's largest bottle of ketchup water tower in Collinsville, Illinois and it is a shaped and painted water tower also. Now, Eric, you are an artist, so why don't you tell the folks about the process. Once you find these largest things along America's highways, you then turn them into the smallest replica of the world's largest thing. How do you go about that? Well, it depends on the object. Uh, For the giant can of fruit cocktail, uh, well, and one of the rules I set up for myself is that I don't replicate them until I've seen them with my very own eyes. So after the Sunnyvale visit, I started collecting materials that would make a good uh, small version of that can. I used dollhouse can products and Mm -hmm. mounted that on Pipe and then just uh, looked at the photos that I had of the other artists' use of the label and recreated that label in miniature form on the small can that I had mounted on the standpipe. It's almost like a reverse of the enlargement process. How many pieces are there in your collection of the world's largest collection of the smallest replicas of the world's largest things? Uh, well, it, it just expanded because I'm doing a new sideshow, so I think I have over 90 pieces by now. All right. Now, do they travel with you on your van? And you've had some, there's a marvelous picture we have of that vehicle that you travel with. Um, I now travel with a sideshow, so I go to fairs, festivals, museums, and galleries and set up a more traditional uh, circus banner front. And the models, some of them are here at the home base in Lucas, but the others travel in a trunk show. So I go open up the trunks that has the models and the images and do a little sideshow collection of the world's largest collection of the world's smallest versions of the world's largest <laughs> All in one breath. Erica, where will you be doing some shows during 2012? Well, 
I always go back to the Ketchup Bottle Birthday Bash. I'll be taking one of the art cars and part of the trunk show down south to Houston for their annual art car parade, which uh, happens in May, usually over Mother's Day weekend. And it'll be part of a gallery show in Salina, Kansas, that'll have one of the art cars and the full sideshow set up uh, inside the Salina Art Center. Now, I know that uh, to do this interview, you were gracious enough to put aside some of your uh, brushes that you're doing, right? You're working with right now. What are you working on? Because you're a working artist as well as doing these miniatures. You're also doing some other things. Right. Uh, I was working on a proposal for an installation for a river that involves uh, 100 decoys that are decorated in an Art Deco style. So they are actually deco Oh, uh, that no. will be floating along a river, but also reflects <laughs> reflects the Art Deco heritage of that specific place. Oh, that is fascinating. Now, are these uh, yeah. life size decoys? Are they bigger than life? Uh, I'm using hunting decoys as the base, so they uh, are very much shaped like a normal size duck. And then I just give them a new paint job that will withstand uh, water currents. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out a way to get them to float in formation. Oh, that should be fascinating. Now, you are also from Lucas, Kansas, which is the home of that great toilet plaza. And, and I just have to check in with you, as I do every time we talk. I, is it getting any closer to completion? Because I know it had a little bit of a delay because of some wind damage. It came from a tornado that came through the area. Uh, yeah, the grassroots art center had a little bit of damage, but progress is progressing on Bull Plaza, and they've even set the date for the first flush. Oh, my goodness. And that, yes, you know, which will be very exciting. That will happen on June 2nd of this year. Right. And that's the official first flush of all of the toilets all at once. We're auctioning off uh, the privilege to be one of the people who flushes the toilets first <laughs> in the opening of Bull Plaza. I love it. That, folks, refers back to a podcast we've had a couple of times on here following the progress of Bowl Plaza. It is a wonderful thing. We're going to have to revisit that definitely with folks from the uh, Folk Arts Center there. Lucas, Kansas is this wonderful folk arts center and uh, kind of a, a mecca for uh, artists and some great things that are being done there. So we will definitely check in with them on that. Well, Erica, I want to let you get back to your uh, your painting of those decoys. And thank you very much for bringing us once again the world's largest object, this time the world's largest fruit cocktail can. Erica, thank you so much for being with us. Erica Nelson is the visionary artist and educator who operates the World's Largest Things Incorporated. And you can visit her online at the worldslargestthings.com. And then also look for her column, Think Big, which is in every edition of American Road Magazine. Erica, thanks so much, and the best to you on your projects. Uh, Thanks for having me back again, Foster. Mardi Gras may be a memory, but Louisiana is anxious for you to find out about all its rich history, from its French-Canadian south on the Gulf to its German north. Find out more at www.louisianamaintomain.org. If you like these podcasts, then you'll love the digital edition of our magazine. Go to AmericanRoadMagazine.com and click on the Preview Our Magazine icon. You'll get a sample of the digital layout and the opportunity to sign up for electronic delivery of our next issues. While you're on the homepage, check out our blogs, trip suggestions, special deals, sweepstakes, and so much more. You can even friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Till we meet again on the American Road for another trip talk, this is your host, Foster Brown, reminding you that the joy is in the journey. We'll be right back.